0: In this universe we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing you're not failing you maybe you're not trying hard enough
1: welcome to ending pending i'm your host andy i was raised by wolves and i'm evan i'm a pacifist elephant
0: who's just had enough and i'm
1: ronnie if you can tell by those introductions, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows which have only lasted for a single season. We're currently covering 2011's Thundercats. But before we get into that, I've got a bit.
2: We, we eagerly await the bit. What's the bit? If
1: you were brought into the astral plane with another host... On this podcast, what perfectly average memory would the astral plane use to bullshit you two into fighting to the death?
2: Hmm. Oh.
1: This is deeply connected to Thundercats.
2: Yeah. This is. There's a there's a direct line into the veins of Thundercats. Yeah. Um. Huh. Oh. Because mm. that was a perfectly
1: normal like sibling memory, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, if your sibling has never pushed you off a tree, then like, were you even siblings? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got
0: some bad sibling stuff. I know that's not the that's not the prompt, but <laughs> ooh, ooh, I not 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 that my siblings were bad to me. I was a bad older brother.
2: I was fine. I never did anything heinous to my brother. I constantly
1: think you're an only child, Ronnie. I I, I
2: fully erase from my memory that you have
1: siblings. Two siblings. Time. Two younger yeah. siblings. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I
0: do I do I just have a, a, a an only child energy? Do it's cuz I one you all to myself. That's fair. That's fair. Like
1: I already have to share you with Kirsten, so like I don't have to share you with siblings too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How how far apart like at, like what are what are the age differences between you and your siblings, Ronnie? Uh, my
0: brother is um I want to say 14 months younger than me. Mm, they
2: got and, on that quick,
0: huh? Yeah, uh, and then my sister is, like, I think 16, 17 months younger than him, so we are uh, we are all fairly close
2: together. Rapid fire. D- damn, yeah, yeah, okay. We're my, doing a terrible job at
1: doing my bit, but I'm learning so much about Ronnie right now. My brother my, uh, and
2: I are five years apart.
0: My, my dad has been to the doctor one time since my parents got married, and that was to get a vasectomy after my sister was born. I mean,
2: I would, too, in your dad's shoes. Or, like... <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot all at once. I mean, you were you were raised in a devoutly Christian household, correct? They were uh, Catholic. Catholic. I don't know if yeah. that counts.
0: Well, it, was, it, I mean, it wasn't super devout. It wasn't that, you know, my grandmother will say that. My grandmother, very devout. My mom, she was the last of nine children in her family, so she kind of mm. felt mm-hmm. that apple rolled from the tree.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm well i'm just saying there's precedent is all i'm saying sure
0: no fair yeah. enough
2: fair enough um all right what i guess i i have more memories with andy than with ronnie just by you know you can do one of each each. volume of time spent together what would the the specter of mum ra use to turn us against one another hmm mm-hmm this is, this is very specific, which makes it very difficult. Andy, I feel like you must have something in mind. What's yours? You go. I genuinely don't. I just was
1: like, man, I can't believe Mumra used perfectly normal sibling shenanigans to get the two leads to fight to the death. Sure. Um, In a Batman Begins style, like, why do we fall, Master Wayne? So we can <laughs> look to pick ourselves back up a pit. Um... <laughs> I guess if Mumra was going to get me to fight to the death with Ronnie, um, it would probably be over Selfie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very recent.
1: (laughs) It would probably be like uh, uh, something I said about Selfie, Mm -hmm. um, which is valid. Um, And then Evan... Um... How would Mummer get us to fight to the death? Probably over me... Stealing the covers... Or you snoring. I feel like that would be... The, uh the trigger for us to just lose our shit.
2: (laughs) Um, Maybe Mumra would convince me that today when you uh, melted the lid on my lunch in the microwave, maybe Mumra would convince me that you were trying to poison me.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Melting melting a lid in the microwave feels like not even Mumra levels. That feels like real tension.
1: In in my defense, (laughs) I was running super late for work, and every day I bring Evan lunch, And, uh, in my haste to, like, shove his food in the microwave and, like, get my shoes on, I did not realize the container it was in was not microwave-safe.
0: Who's making non-microwave-safe containers in this, the year of our lord 2020?
1: Fucking right. Kava. Ugh. So, like... And like I well, didn't the notice bowls, the lid the was bowls
2: microwave safe. It's just specifically the lid that was. I
1: didn't it. notice the it's, lid was, I guess, kind of like warped because like as soon as the ding went off, I wrapped it in a towel to keep it warm and shoved it in my backpack because mm. uh, I was running late.
2: It's sure. okay, dear. I'm. I still ate it, so obviously I wasn't that upset mm, about plastic. It. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get cancer. <laughs> I'm not, it's fine. I'm sorry. I'm not No, uh, it's okay. I'm not like actually ragging on you. Mumra
1: is turning us against each other live on air. air.
2: (laughs) Um
0: so once upon a time when we were making a fun necessary video, um, we were Andy, you and I were talking about how uh the and and here's a here's a blast from the past. Uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, like movie universe, their like connected cinematic universe they were doing, was not good, um, and and was continuing to not be good, and I I questioned whether or not I was going to go see them, and you said, "Of course you will. You're a slut," <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was it was it was the the spirit of it was so true. And and then the content of it was so true, uh, uh. But looking now, looking back now, if if there was an image of 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 uh mumra mirage Andy saying you're a slut for Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling, I'd have be been like, no, I'm not, and I'd I'd attack yeah. you with a sword.
1: Yeah, that didn't age well. No. Uh because fuck, fuck those movies right. and books. Yeah, um, it. yeah.
2: Which if is a was, bummer. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. All of the Fantastic Beast movies were already bad. Bad, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's more just like you, like, uh, you know, we we all, we were all there. We were all fans. We know, Oh, yeah. We, oh, oh, for yeah. sure. But it was just you, like, nailing it right on the head of just, yup, yup. Andy just completely has my <laughs> number here. You will lap that <laughs> content up off
2: the ground.
0: Yup. Yeah, yeah. too, too real, too, too raw. <laughs> uh to uncut. If um if it was Evan, it probably would be watching or, or trying to record an episode about um almost human for the fourth-fifth time, however many times it took us. Um, oh yeah. Just, just thinking about if Evan hadn't had us watch Almost
2: Human. <laughs> Sword in hand. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That was episode thirteen, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that, was, that was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, First, technically, cursing, it was episode cursed, twelve.
0: Cursed, cursed. It was the thirteenth episode in the feed, including episode zero. oh mm. Right. 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 Yeah. Which
1: that makes that, it even creepier. It gets ya.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Benny
1: Franks wasn't on the tallest building in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what fucked us for yeah. sure. Are you talking about William Penn? Yeah. Oh
2: fuck, yeah, William <laughs> Penn. God, I'm gonna have so to that, turn in my Philadelphia so card. I want to yeah, point yeah. out that I I knew that there would like that the statue on the building was William Penn. Billy and Penn. I, I thought that Andy was talking about a different statue. <laughs> like this whole the whole time we've been in a relationship, Andy keeps talking about this statue of uh Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there must <laughs> be an important Statue of Benjamin Franklin in Philadelphia. There right? is. <laughs> I don't think
1: there it's it's Billy Penn. <laughs> he's Trixie like that. He's yeah. like he's like
0: Mystique. <laughs> he's he's uh he's he's the railway cat, and he just
2: like kind of pops in and out. So yeah, I knew Mystique, did you know Mystique was gonna be Nightcrawler's daddy? I knew this. I didn't. Um, they well they didn't
1: do that. No, they they chickened out. Marvel had a conniption. But Mystique was going to be Nightcrawler's daddy. Destiny was going to be Nightcrawler's mommy.
2: In like the- it's wild. Oh. Yeah, because apparently when Mystique changes shape, also her gametes change shape. Like, she can literally like produce sperm when in a male sure. body. Or
1: sometimes she but. can turn into birds and shit. So, like, well, yeah, no, know, I'm like not complaining. it should not I'm, be hard I'm for not, her to- I'm,
2: I am not at all complaining yeah. about the internal logic of the X-Men. I'm just saying, like- uh, apparently that's a thing that happens. Apparently, like she. Are can we just... talking
0: like origin, like when when uh, Nightcrawler was created, or like in like a story years later? <coughs> by no, like...
1: Claremont wanted to do this. oh huh. Yeah, good. That's good shit. It's it's a shame that it didn't happen because that would have been dope.
2: Yeah, that would have been yeah. some. I don't know what exactly uh, how that would fit into the the queer paradigm, but it's some kind of queer for sure. Well. Yeah, yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's something. Um, it's something. Let's not suss that out right now. Let's talk yeah. about Thundercats. <laughs> um. All right, the Thundercats. We watched episodes eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. And Axel, excuse me. Um, episode eleven is called "The Forest of Magior Magi Magior." Maggi- are. And, uh, it essentially is the plot of Princess Mononoke, to a greater or lesser extent. Uh, they go to this forest, there's all these spooky ghosties in this forest. They're, and by they, I mean our, our, uh, adventuring party, you know. Tigra, lion the, the Gavroches, Snarf, uh, Chitara, and, uh, Panthero. They go to this spooky, scary forest, And uh, they get attacked by ghosts. And these uh, anime guys with, like, magic paper powers come to the rescue. One of them, like, does origami. And one of them, like, cuts paper snowflakes that become frost effects. And one of them flies and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, wow, you must be the good guys. You've come to rescue us in this spooky, scary forest. And so the, the paper superheroes are like... Yeah, we're totally the good guys. Come to our cool paper mill that we own, where we teach martial arts and stuff. And so the heroes go to hang out with them at their paper mill, and they're like, "This is very cool and all, and we like you, but um, isn't this harmful to the environment?" And they're like, "It's fine." And then um, there are
0: so many trees. Did you see how many trees? <laughs> There's so many trees. There's so Don't many worry trees. About it.
2: Yeah, they're um they're basically doing a Wunsler is what they're doing. Uh and a, a spirit of the forest shows up and is like these guys are bad and they're killing the forest and they must be stopped. And uh even though the the party has grown to like this little squad of paper makers and uh see a lot of good aspects about them, they realize that like they're not really like this is not a morally uh um Black and white situation, and they have to save the forest. So,
1: and there's a big bird that they're friends with.
2: Yeah, it's it came up with a bird. Is it not the forest spirit? The bird? Oh, I maybe guess, it is. I don't know. Maybe it's not literally a forest spirit, but like the, big bird. this giant, uh, this big bird thing is is like the avatar of the forest. He's the the Lorax to to their one mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So this this big bird who represents nature and shit comes and does battle with the the paper mill guys. Oh, and also at the end of this Lino finally gets his um like magic sword vision to work where he like looks through the sword and like sees the future or things that are far away or whatever it's not it's or a whatever Ill- the plot deems necessary yeah yeah it's a very
1: ill-defined power it's, it's like holding l2 in the witcher
2: yeah mm-hmm. um anywho uh so he's like i found the other stone we're looking for it's in the astral plane by the way they're looking for um like the infinity stones now uh lionel has quite literally Inf- like they're L- looking yeah, lionel for has the, the soul infinity stone Goth- I I don't, I don't remember what the stones are called, but Lionel has a golden infinity gauntlet. And every time he acquires a stone, it merges into the gauntlet and the gauntlet like becomes more elaborate and gives him more powers. Um, so yeah, he's like, we need this other rock and it's in the astral plane. And episode 12 is called into the astral plane. The astral plane is in this hut in the, the, Elephant people village. You will remember the Elephant People Village from Bathor. So they're like, We have to hurry to the Elephant Village. Uh on their way to the Elephant Village there's a flashback where uh Tigra and Chitara, like we learn about their backstory. Uh Chitara came from like a podunk town in the middle of nowhere and she's got no clan and she wants to be a a cleric or whatever yeah, it was a cleric, right? That's what they're yep. called. And okay. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: but, but in this was, world, like, the clerics are, like, monks. They're, like, monks. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Warrior, warriors, but, like, super, you know.
2: Yeah, so uh, she came to the temple in Thundertown. Thundaria. Yeah, Thundaria. <laughs> and she's like, I gotta get trained by these monks. And they're like, you're not good enough to be a monk. You're just a little kid, just a little punk. Uh, we've tested you, and you're not good enough. And she sits sadly outside. And as in all of these types of stories, if you just sit outside long enough, they say, yes, you have learned patience. And then they agree to train her. And while she was sitting sadly outside, she and Tigra bonded because at the time, Tigra was working as like a mall cop or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> he got her some Annie Ann's pretzels from yeah. the food court. Yep. <laughs> he did. <Yep>. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, they arrive at the... Um, the elephant town and, um, like, the- the lizards are there and, uh, Groon is there and, like, they- they're like, no, we're gonna go to the astral plane. This rock is ours. We're in charge of the astral plane. Uh, and also- do they go into the- anyway, they're there. They're at the hut. They're, like, they- they spent a while trying to, like, trick the- Elephant people into, like, teaching them how to open the astral plane. And the door to the astral plane is finally open. And there's there's going to be a showdown. Episode 13 is called Between Brothers. Lion-O and Tigra go into the astral plane. They're, like, walking in this ethereal space. And the specter of Mumra hovers over them and is like, uh, hey, hey, ooh, I'm going to make you kill each other. It's going to be fun for my amusement. Uh, and they start seeing, like, these... Vision- This is what Andy was referencing, these visions of these memories they had, but like Mumra's influence makes them think that the memories are darker than they really are, and like it exaggerates their rivalry that they have. And uh like Tigra shoves Lionel into a they fight, and Tigra shoves Lionel into a pit, and Lionel is hanging on for dear life, and Tigra's like I'm totally going to let you die because you're you suck, actually, and then they have an epiphany, and they remember that like their memories are have been altered and that they really care about each other, and um uh Tigro saves Lionel. They do like try to
1: kill each other in the present though, because of this like memory thing. Well yeah, like they they, they duke it out.
2: That's what I said. They yeah. fight, and then Tiger shoves Lion-O in this pit, and then they, suddenly he remembers that, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was getting confused about past Tigra
1: shoving him out. I thought you were talking about past Tiger.
2: Anywho. No, no. President yeah. Ti- like, they fight, and present Tigra shoves Lion-O in a pit. Um, Why do we fall down, Mr. Wade? <laughs> <laughs> so we can learn to pick ourselves back up. Um,
1: Some cats just want to watch the world burn.
2: <laughs> uh, so Mumra shows up, and he's like, y'all like, sucked at killing each other, so I'm gonna have to kill you now, and lion it's like, thankfully, I just randomly, I guess, uh, like, Mumra stomped or punched the ground or something, and lion saw something shiny, and he's like, oh, I found the rock, by the way, we can get out of here. Uh it's a giant rock. He shoves his fist into it and it like absorbs into the Infinity it is, Gauntlet. It is Dwayne Johnson sized. It's just massive. <laughs> yeah, it's a big, it's a big rock. Like the whole island that they're standing on is the rock. So he gets the rock, he nopes out of the astral plane, and then in the prime material plane, the uh the Um elephant people who are pacifists have decided that like Finally, they they have been called and must help the cats defeat the lizards. So they, uh, like, punch the shit ass some lizards, and uh, Panthro and Groon duke it out. Panthro loses his arms to to kill Groon. He, like, shoves him in a laser beam or something like that. I think he shoves him into the astral plane. Yeah,
1: but as the astral plane is getting destroyed. uh, Right, yes,
2: yes. Anyway, his arms are gone now. He's missing both arms. Uh, Episode 14 is primarily about Mumra recruiting, like, two new generals. There's a monkey man who's a bad crime boy, and then there's a jackal man who really has strong hyena energy, and I wish he had been a hyena. He does the, like, crazy laugh all the time. He's got some joker energy. Um, So, yeah, Mumra, like... Recruits these two people from their various places of imprisonment. Panthro gets some new burble arms that the burbles made him, burble. and he's a stretch arm strongman now. Yeah. At the end of uh, the astral plane stuff, uh, Tigra and uh, Chitara started dating. Yeah. And um, and at first, Lionel was like, "I'm cool with it," and then extremely quickly, like. The very next sentence out of his mouth was like, this is the worst and I hate both of you. Like, it was... It was really upsetting because uh, they had hinted that, like, Lionel
1: wasn't going to be cool with this. And at the start of this episode, he was like, hey, "Hey, I just want to say I'm real proud of you guys. And, like, I'm happy for both of you. And I was like, dope. And then Evan is right. Right away, they were like, Lionel was Pissed.
2: Yeah, I was going to we were going to discuss that in the negatives, I'm sure. So, but <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll come back around to that. We still will. <laughs> oh, we will. We will. <laughs> um so episode 15 is called The Trials of Lyano, episode 1. So, Lyano has to do this series of like illusory spirit realm tests to I guess prove that he's like uh, grown or is a good leader or something. To come back to life. And how he,
1: did he die? Uh, he got pushed off a cliff by the hyena men. Oh, and he he died. Even though they didn't show the body, so I'm like, oh, he's just Aragorning it. But like, Jaga showed up and was like, hey, you're fucking dead. But <laughs> I got a deal. If you solve these quests, the Spirit Stone will bring you back to life.
2: I forgot the setup for why yeah. he was doing these quests. Anyway, he's doing a bunch of, uh, like, spirit world, like, quests. First one is he has to steal a key from the the Gavroches. Uh, and then the second one is he has to beat Chitara in a race. Um, it's like spirit versions because they didn't want to have to hire more voice actors. So they're just
1: using the ones they already have as as, like, spirit guardians or something. Uh-huh. It's um. just, like, it's it's weird that it's... You're following two plots with these characters, but they're unrelated at the time. Yeah,
2: in the meantime, while Lion-O is dead, uh, Tigra and Chitara and uh, Panthro and the, the children are, like, fighting the, the lizard generals. The, like, Chitara's fighting them, the monkey guy, and Tigra's fighting the the he's not a hyena the jackal guy tiger is king now which is dope here for that tiger's king
1: we yeah. are a,
0: we get to a real weird point where everything is just like adversarial between everybody um but we can get to that but yeah mm-hmm. Tig- king Tigra. long live the king um i think that's it right yeah that's all five that's all five uh so we watched five of them and you do know that I have to ask it. um hey, Andy, hey, Ronnie, these five episodes
1: of Thundercats, uh did they work for you? They did not. uh, I liked parts of them, and I think I still kind of like the show overall, but these five uh were were weak.
0: Hey, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. These five episodes of Thundercats 2011, uh, did they work for you?
2: Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, but, like, only just, to, yeah, this, it was a real mixed bag. There was a lot of, it weighed heavily on the the bad stuff, um, but there, there, there were enough bright spots in it that I can say I wasn't, like, dreading the next one, so... Yeah, I it's working. But these weren't these weren't my favorite. Hey Ronnie. Hey Ronnie. Hey yeah. These five uh episodes of I just <laughs> assumed you'd finish the the sentence. I, I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> they they work for you, Ronnie. Oh, the Thundercats
0: <laughs> Work Uh um. Ronnie thundercats no work it did not work uh no i i the first episode episode 11 was good and i enjoyed that and then yeah the love triangle thing just absolutely ruins this show after that yeah. um but let's get into it uh not th- not the love triangle because that's a bad thing let's talk about what did work uh and, and I, I would like to just kick off episode 11
2: strong episode it was a yeah, good episode. I also I also really liked it. Um, I as soon as we like started watching it, I was like, "I'm calling it right now." These paper boys <laughs> are actually the baddies. It didn't turn out to be like as black and white as that. Like I said, and I liked that yeah. because they they do seem to have had good intentions, and like just a bad outcome happened. I liked their but fighting styles. They they were really unique in yeah, how mm-hmm. they. Oh, they did the combat. I agree. They were very creative characters.
0: I felt like it was, um, I mean, it was definitely like easy to suss out that, you know, things were not as they seemed pretty quickly, but I feel like it kind of like was doled out in waves of like, oh, here's the people and they're protecting you and let's go to their school and there's pollution and there's Mm. chewing up trees and it's just like at that point I was kind of like you know I don't think I've ever seen media where the forest spirits are the bad guys they're (laughs) usually pretty like altruistic
2: what I mean is like literally as soon as they turned up, I was like, "I'm calling it." These ghosts right, are sure. good. Like these ghosts that they're fighting in the woods are good, and these guys who just turned up are bad. You,
0: you were right and very yeah. smart. It is, it is very well documented, Evan. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was. I, I did like how this episode kind of um, we. I think we've talked about it before in terms of like other shows or maybe i've just heard we've talked personally about this in other shows where like the reason that tigra or the reason that lion o is even like willing to listen to this big bird spirit is because of the advice that he received from the paper paper headmaster like he Mm -hmm. like he tried to get him to like look at the big picture try and see things not for what you see them as, but for what they they you know could be. and that's when you know Lionel decides like, well, I'm gonna hear this bird out, I guess. Um, <laughs> and, and so it's, it's it's like not so much like,, oh, you gave me the tools to defeat you. It's just kind of like absorbing wisdom from wherever you can you can get it, wherever it comes to you from. Um, I like that that there's still something to be learned from people who who are your adversary.
2: Yeah, that's fun. I also really liked the design of this this bird monster. Yes, uh, it reminded me of. Do you remember the Secret of Nim? Did you ever watch the Secret of Nim? No. no. Oh, guys, it's very good. You gotta watch. It's a. It's like a. It's a children's like cartoon, like animated movie, but it's very dark, and it's based on a book that also was for children, but was also quite dark, and it's not like grim and edgy or anything but it's just got a very like like melancholy slightly scary kind of a a vibe to it it's real good it really it really gets you but yeah the bird looks exactly like the owl uh from the secret of nim and the story is told from the perspective of a mouse so sure yeah yeah
0: um the the 2003 video game the legend or legend of zelda the wind waker um it reminded me of the helmarot king which is a big big bird that takes people and steals them away mm. so if you if, if your touchstone is secrets of nim then you're covered if your touchstone is legend of zelda you're covered um
1: reminds me of the library al from avatar the last airbender
0: there you go all the bases there's that is, there is complete overlap now. It's a perfect Venn diagram.
2: Um, what else is good?
0: I uh... um, I was just gonna say that in episode eleven, I had there were two lines that I literally lol'd at, and maybe I was just like looking for looking for joy in this in this quarantine world, but um, there was a line early on when all the ghosties show up, and Panthro goes completely seriously. I always say the problem with ghosts is you can't punch them in the face, (laughs) which is, he always says that (laughs) Pedro is always saying that. Um, and then later when, uh, Lionel returns to the school with the bird in tow, um, they're trying to decide whether or not they should trust Lionel and the bird. And Chitara goes, well, he did break my staff. And the giant
2: bird goes, sorry about that. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um I this is like weak as hell but when uh Chitara's staff broke and she went I love that staff. That was like the most characterization we have gotten from her yep. Yep. for the entire like series so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, she she likes something. There's yep. a thing that she has an interest in and it's that stick." <laughs> um <laughs> in the in the next episode like
1: Lino has a plan and Tiger has a plan and Lino's plan sucks and Tiger's plan is good and Lino they go with Lino's plan cuz he's the prophesied king or whatever and it goes horribly wrong and they get captured and Tiger like sneaks away and does his plan and his plan was drive around in the tank and shoot missiles at all of the lizards And it turns out his plan fucking slapped uh, because it worked. (laughs) Turns out if you have a fucking tank that shoots, you know, like dozens and dozens and dozens of rockets, you should use it. And um, I like that Tigra is right and that Lino is wrong at times, but I feel like the show still doesn't frame it that way. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like the show was still kind of framing Tigra as being like rebellious and out of line and that like we should still be on Lionel's side, even though I don't know, like Lionel was wrong. It it's it's weird. So like on the one hand, I do think it's a positive that the the hero is flawed and makes mistakes, and the secondary character who's cooler, uh, is like allowed to be right. But it still also kinda feels like it doesn't frame it that way.
0: Well, it is weird that like the show frames itself as like a bunch of ruffians who, who, you know, have, have escaped from their, their decayed city. Like their, their city was overrun. And like the city was like, no, there's a hierarchy. There's order. There's ever like, it's the entire backstory of Groon of like Groon wanted to be in charge. And there was just no way for that to happen. And so Groon like lashed out and became evil. And it's like, we are leaving that behind, but we still get these lines of, like, Lionel being, like, I'm the king. You have to listen to me. And it's, like, yeah, uh, yeah, you are. Like, you were, like, the de facto leader, but, like, all of that's gone. Like, all of that burned to the ground. Like, like why, like, you're starting over, literally. Like, like let's... maybe if there like, were
1: still, like, a displaced Thundaria... And like we were just following the Thundercats on this mission, but like they still had a people that Liono was the leader of. Like this sort of weird hierarchy would make sense, right? But you're completely right, Ronnie. Like without any sort of society anymore, Liono being like I'm the king, and it's like yeah, of fucking dirt. Like he effectively has
0: like four subjects, and they all think he's a weenie. So like, what what are you what are you doing?
2: And, and how go- dare you all shit all over the divine right of kings? <laughs> Come on now, Lino was chosen by the cat god <laughs> to to lead his people, and by God, he's gonna do it.
1: Also, like you can have a a king character who is like a good and interesting character. Who like listens to the people around him and like makes good decisions, but Lionel just constantly being like, "I'm the king, you guys." It, it's it's like that uh, that that scene with old old Daddy Lannister, where he's like, "If you keep having to say you're the king, then like you're a fucking idiot." Like if if you have to like keep shoving your title down at people uh, because they don't respect you, then maybe you shouldn't have that title
0: yeah i mean this is this is i mean well again this is we're getting into like negative territory but like yeah this is this is where we get to like everybody just hates each other like every every line that someone says is followed by like a a cat looking over their shoulder at them real disgruntled and upset like when they say like oh tiger you're the king now better have a plan tiger looks back like how dare you talk to me like it's just like can we just like it's just so i am uncomfortable with the energy we have created in the studio
2: today like let's 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 all ease up a bit and like i liked it when Tigro made the angry face when he was fighting with lionel there were a couple of there were a couple of uh I'm thinking of one in particular where like they crossed swords and Tigra made the scrunchy face and then they overlaid like a roaring noise. And I was like, (laughs) ah, that was good. That was good. That was good use of sound mixing. Let me, let's,
0: let's, let's just knock out like, cause I, I don't have many more positives and then we can like launch full into, into negative town if that's okay. Sure. Sure. Um, Um, I, I, at the beginning of episode 12, um, the Gavroches have like a little conversation about like, oh, it feels like home or something like. They're just like being here feels feels like home, and they call back to this like lost city that Wily Kit and Wily Cat are trying to get to, and Wily Kit is kind of like, we'll be home when we get here, and it's like I liked that like, like it's not like they've abandoned their own like their children. And their 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 homes burned down or what they had of homes. And they're not just like, okay, well, we're just going to go with the adults because they're adults. It's like they still have a goal. They still have something in mind. And it kind of flushes them out more than any character in this party. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I'm excited to learn, like, what this place actually is, because there's like some lore around it. But it's still very, like, cloaked in mystery and secrecy. And they're still like, yeah, like, we're with these like people, but we can clearly fend for ourselves. And once we can get there, like we're out. Like, I, I just, I, I appreciate that. They're not like just, you know, making them the children.
1: I liked seeing them in the battle. Um, mm-hmm. Boy Gavroche like had a rocket launcher that looked like something Rob Liefeld drew in the nineties. Like it mm-hmm. was just like six times bigger than him. And he like fired it and then fell over and it was, it was some great little physical humor and girl Gavroche like led a charge of the elephants with her like battle bard skills playing her little weird flute thing. And I was just like, fuck yeah. Like these two
2: characters are great. Um, I like that Panthro and Groon got a showdown. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that was a long time coming. That tension was there. They needed that resolution. Um, very dramatic that Panthro lost both of his arms. I like yeah. that Panther got the finishing blow too. I was yeah. worried
1: that like Lino would defeat every boss ever.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, like well, yeah, it's,
1: it's like it you, was, it's
0: like you said last time. Like we we were sick of of Mom-Ra. Like we had so much Mumra. Like bring back this grounded villain who like mm-hmm. actually is like a has some ha- had some camaraderie with our heroes like.
2: Yeah, also, Groon is, like, a physical guy who can be physically killed and was physically killed dramatically. And that felt like the first kind of real thing that has happened. Like, the real—like, Mumra keeps dying and coming back and dying and coming back. So, uh, Groon's death felt permanent, and it, you know, had consequences beyond just him being gone as as an adversary— like yeah. him and him and Panthro had a lot of history and they spent time investing in the history. So we gave a shit when he, you know, when they had this showdown. Can I say something that is
1: partially a positive and partially a negative? Shut sure. it allowed. So. Tigra and Lionel have had some rising tension for a while now. And I think it was perfectly reasonable for the show to have this tension boil over into a very dramatic sword fight where they then you know get get it out of their system and then also as brothers realize how important their relationship is and come away from it stronger however i feel like it was a huge misstep on the show To then blame that on like Mumra's evil influence in the Astral Plane. Mm -hmm. Like there were perfectly non-magical reasons why these two characters would have beef with each other. And like brothers, settle it like a couple of numpties by having a himbo's showdown sword fight. And that would have been really cool. But for the show to then be like, oh, it's the Astral Plane. It's playing tricks on... Like, no, just, like, let these two duke it out and let them, like, settle their shit and then be brothers and get over it. Yeah. I would have been
2: fine with it, except that they didn't get over it. Yeah, that's the other issue. They had the fight, like, and I I agree with you, it would have made an equal amount of sense for them to just, like, have this personal conflict, have it come to a head while they're alone together in this strange place, and then, like you know, come to some kind of understanding, like realize something about themselves and learn and grow. But it feels like their rivalry up to that point was fairly petty and minimal. Like it was only ever, it was only ever brought up in passing, you know, it had never caused any kind of major problems for them, but then like they had this fight. They came together as brothers and then they left the astral plane and immediately their relationship started to deteriorate more dramatically than it had in the past. Yeah, that's the other thing is
1: the stuff with Chitara, they they were like, Lino, you're gonna feel betrayed, and Lino sees them kissing, and you're like, Oh god, they're gonna do they're gonna do this dramatic uh I was about to say threesome, but that's not the right word. A love triangle. They're about to do this dramatic love triangle. And the start of the next episode, Lionel is like, hey, like, I support you guys. I'm really happy for both of you. I think this is great. And you're like, fuck, yeah, they faked us out. They're not doing this. I said aloud
2: to Kim while we were watching that. I was like, oh, man, I'm so relieved that they just like. You know, dispensed with that immediately. And, and, like, they had their fight, and they're fine. They're brothers, they got over right. it, and Linos chill
1: with this.
0: There's but- literally a line at the beginning of episode 11 where they make, like, a, ooh, may the best cat win about, like, betting Chitara, I guess. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. it's so overt that maybe they're subverting it. Like, it, it's just, like, so on the nose that maybe they're, like, you know, going against the trope. And so when... Like you were saying, like when that happens, of like, oh, I'm so happy for you. It's like, nailed it. Good on you, Thundercats. Bad on you, actually. Not good. Yeah,
1: because mm-hmm. it's not five minutes later. Where Lion-O is like, I'm the king, and everyone hates me, and you're all against me, and you stole my girlfriend. And it's like, Jesus, you're you're petty as fuck. Like mm-hmm. chop his chop Lion-O's head off. He's a bad king. Well, it's 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 Liono, yes, but it's also like. The
0: the the dialogue that is given to Tigra is like really like like the we have a whole episode called Into the Astral Plane, the entire like episode is like flashbacks of how Tigra got friend zoned, like it, it's just I, I was so like. It's, it's all about, like, Tigra being like, oh, another thing he doesn't deserve. Like, anyone deserves a person, a woman, because they're because they worked hard. It's like it's like we're we're making Tigra into an incel. And <laughs> like, it, it's just not it. it I, I'm not, like, excited about either of these characters. And I'm not, like, relieved when either of them on the screen, because g- genuinely, chitara and and tiger that like dynamic is annoying and so i i don't enjoy that but also lion Rose's reaction to it sucks so much that it's just like i don't enjoy being in this group anymore i just give me the Gavroches, give me some time with Wily kit and Wily cat and and i'm i'm good I, I i have in my notes here panthro i'll spend time with panthro Panther is, like, exuding some real Jack Flag energy when they're trying to explain the astral plane to him. He's just like, oh, I just... Where is it? It's in the hut. It's it's in the hut, but it's not really in the hut. But it's not in the... He's like, oh, I don't like... It's just like very much like I hate cosmic shit. Like, it's... Dude. These are characters I want to be with, and the characters that they're giving me are bad.
1: I... I will say to Panthro, I thought it was incredibly dramatic that he lost his arms to defeat his mortal nemesis, but then it was played for laughs, yeah like a few times, and that seemed really weird and gross to yeah. me
0: it w- it was it was especially because it was like it it called back to a story that he told Wily Cat that um Grun lost his tooth because he used it to stab like a spider or something, and he said like something like, "There's no sacrifice too great in order to destroy your enemy," and like that's impactful and and heavy for a children's show. And Panthro like says that, and then there's not really a sacrifice. Like it's 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 again like you said, played for jokes and immediately fixed.
1: Well, they they do this in comics all the time like Charles Xavier has gained and lost the ability to walk like four times and Barbara Gordon has gained and lost the ability to walk multiple times
2: and Kyra, guy keeps being deaf and then not deaf and he, then deaf again yeah,
1: yeah and, and like it's really ableist and shitty to uh, constantly give and take away uh, a character's physical disability and I thought it was really intense for Panthro who is this remarkably physical powerhouse of a character to say like no I hate this I hate this enemy enough that I will give both of my arms to defeat him and then it's played for jokes and then he just gets new bigger more badass robot arms Right. right And there's not even time where he's, like, really even, like, doing PT. Like, right. by the end of the next episode, he is kicking ass with these Stretch Armstrong arms. And it. I feel like the show could have said something or done something meaningful with it. Right. And, like, if you're gonna, like, give him these, these robot arms again, at least show him... Like work through some PT or something, right? And no, well, I, they don't do any of that.
0: I mean, and not not to give like a direct pitch, but I feel like we've done that before with this show. Like the like we are in this world where technology and magic meet, and the burbles have like they've pretty much decided that the burbles can do anything, technologically wise. Like his main job is like run the tank, and so like maybe they there's a way where he can like psycho like psychologically run the tank like he he can like move it telekinetically and it's like that is like a much more powerful way of like yeah he can't like punch anymore that's his favorite thing is punching but like you know he's still valuable to this team for what his skill set is and what he he brings to the table and they're just like nope nope Big, big, big arms, big stretchy arms. Like
1: I, I assumed he was gonna fill more of the mentor role that sure. Jaga has been doing.
2: Mm-hmm. The ghost of Jaga. Yeah, because like Cause Jagga's dead, but keeps coming back in spirit form. Pa- to Panthero, kind of has been a mentor slash
1: physical combatant, and like, what does he do now that he can't fight anymore? Like he can fulfill that like coach role and that mentor role. And still be a huge asset without being physically like in the fight, and yeah, they just they just didn't do that. Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean, also much,
0: speaking about like kings and like who's king and who's in charge. Like, it's all well and good that we're trying to decide like, oh, is Liono better for it? Is Tiger better for it? But like, Panthro is literally like a war general who has been out in this field. Who now has, like, the best punching ability ever. And it's like, well, Panther doesn't have, like, conflict with with it. Like, why isn't Panther? Like, it's just none of it really makes sense. And they've underutilized Panther, which, like, goes to the point of, like, why does Panther need this, like, this this, you know, sacrifice to be so quickly ended after being so impactful to begin with? I mean hell, Chitara could be a better, like, you know, king than like the feuding brothers.
1: This is uh maybe a bit of a small nitpick, but um the like lizard general was played for laughs this entire time, and then all of a sudden he's a badass, which uh just seemed to come out of left field. And these two new generals, the monkey and the hyena. Both seem like murderous sociopaths in their introductions. They're both like serial killers and like cannibals and stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. like pretty explicitly, like they eat other fucking people. Um, Why are you putting them in charge? Like, like you, you went and got Jack the Ripper and I don't know, like Charles Manson to lead your army that that seems like a bad choice I don't think that will work out for you they're evil they're evil yeah they're they're definitely evil <laughs> but like <laughs> neither of them are particularly charismatic and it doesn't seem I like, like
2: the the jackal guy I think he's kind of fun
1: it doesn't seem like they have like any sort of inspirational like grun grun could lead like grun was a proven general his men followed him like Groon, grun is the, the benedict arnold that the the lizards needed to to win the day these two are just like murderous fiends i don't know seems like an odd choice i, I mean I will, kind of I will
0: say that like this is another example of like There's not a new idea under the sun. It's all been done before. Thundercats 1983 or whatever. These are definitely folks from the original series. And so they had to work them in somehow, I guess. But it is definitely like a weird strategy to start off with like the big bad being Groon, where there's some like areas of gray and some like, oh, is he really bad? Is he is he just like. You know, uh, fed up with with what is happening in his kingdom and stuff like that. To go immediately to like, no, these are just pure evil. Like these guys are pure evil, and now they're in charge. Like it's, it's just the like they're the
2: baddies. These, to to these... Evan,
1: oh. yeah. Uh, to Evan's point about them being fun, I do agree that they are fun. I mentioned before, like the paper people had a fun fighting style. I think both the jackal and the 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 monkey men. Uh they have like neat fighting styles and they're a change of pace and they're kind of like a bebop rock steady duo and I'm here sure. for that. It just seems like an odd choice that their lizard army is like, we need some new generals. Yep. Let's get these two murderous fiends on death row and bust them out of jail. Like
0: And to uh, your point, it would make sense I if like the lizard general was like had been a badass this whole time and could like really like take these murderous like psychopaths out and you know show Mumran show everyone else that like no we're we're like we're the baddies of course but like we're gonna like we don't need this kind of a thing we need to like lead like like which is what Groom would do and like but that's not you haven't set this character up as that so now he's just like the the you know. The, the joke to these two not leader like I don't it's it's it is it is you know this is this is where like the 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 scenes show of it's a kid's show it's just they're bad guys you can tell they're bad guys and you could tell they're good guys like
2: I have a um, a an issue with kind of the the conceptual underpinning of the show at this point So remember how we like went back in time and the cats were working for Mumra and the cats realized the error of their ways and led a slave uprising and then helped all of the enslaved people start a new society and then presumably fairly shortly thereafter just put themselves in charge and started subjugating everybody again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are we rooting for the cats to be in charge again? because their king is Lionel <laughs> and and he's he's gentler. um, I mean, I'm just saying like there there've been <laughs> like uh they've approached other uh like animal people species like seeking alliances, you know they 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 keep saying like, oh, we have to come together. To defeat Mumra, and I'm like, y'all other, like, all of you other animal species, like, I think this is your opportunity to get rid of the cats, mm-hmm. actually. Mumra is not good, for sure. Like, I agree, Mumra is not who you want in charge, but the cats are offering you nothing right yeah. now. They've got this one weenie guy who's in charge, and there's, like, four cats left. So they're not really a valuable ally for you. And as soon as you put them in charge again, they're just going to go back to all of the shit that they were doing where they were enslaving lizards and stuff. Because after all this time and after everything they know,
0: every time that Lionel's like, no, we're going to show them mercy and grace. The rest of the cats are like, why are you doing this? You think that they're not going to like attack us and kill us? And it's like it, it like it's. It's it's going to go back to being like no matter what, like if Tyra's in charge, if Panther's in charge, like they're going to subjugate the hell out of these lizards and everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 almost like the show has like a cat savior problem instead mm-hmm. of like a white savior problem. <laughs> We're like, no, no, no. The cats still have to be in charge. But this mm-hmm. one's a much gentler and like more uh less subjugated cat. Who's this be
1: one's a charge. biting cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's very easy to see why the lizards felt that Mumra was their only option here sure. after all of the shit with the cats. I'm just saying I uh I have a lot of sympathy for the the lizard people.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You are absolutely right. It is it is, you know. It, we should not be like, "Yay, Thundercats!" Uh, at this point, I have just like little small stuff. At Please this do point,
2: sprinkle it on, Ronnie. Yeah. Just, just sprinkle it in.
0: Episode eleven, when the the bird flies off with uh, with Liono, Wily Kit and Wily Cat have some sad, quivering anime eyes, and like <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's adorable." Oh, you got me with there. <laughs> But then, in the next or it, two episodes later, uh, Lionel has the same sad, quivering anime eyes as he watches uh, Tigra kiss his not girlfriend, um, <laughs> who was never his girlfriend, who was never even like romantically interested in him. Um, and it was just, I was like, "Come on, don't, don't do this." You, just, you made me happy with those eyes, and now I'm mad. Um, and other, and the other other thing is, um, we've heard that Tigra's power. We've heard from Kim housemate kim that tiger's power comes from his whip um which i would love to learn more about but unfortunately tiger has cha- tiger has changed his weapon proficiency to gun mm-hmm. um and so we don't we don't get any of whip we just get i'm so gun.
2: disappointed i love that whip whips good, good whip, so sexy
0: but it's just gun tiger just Tigra gun
2: Guns are, guns are bad. I mean, like, not morally, they're just a bad, unfun weapon.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like, I won't get into it about guns in society, but they're just not fun. They're just not fun in a cartoon TV show that relies on physical action. What do you think, Andy? Um, I, I, I do
1: like the whip a lot. I liked, I liked that Tiger O would, like, use it to be mischievous and, like, Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Plank, prank
1: Liono and stuff like that was, that was good stuff. You can't you can't do that with a laser gun.
0: He he like whips his whip out and like steals some food from Lionel and then Lionel pushes him out of a tree, and I was like. Didn't we just, like, do this whole flashback of, yeah, of wasn't Tiger that pushing you in memory? a hole? <laughs> like, this is going to come back in three episodes of being like, remember that time that he pushed you out of a tree? Don't you want to kill him with a sword?
1: Also, we're back on this, this, this tangent, but, like, I don't know about you, but I don't think there's really anything you could show me from when I was, like, eight years old. That would cause me to physically assault someone.
2: Yeah. Like, now. I don't, like, I don't mind it as a storytelling device. Like, it was fine.
1: No, I,
2: I don't know. Like, again,
1: I feel like they had built so much tension up that, like, it was perfectly reasonable for them to just go at it. You didn't need magic reasons, and you didn't need a, a weird, perfectly average sibling memory from their childhood for them to, like, draw swords. My brother used to tie me to trees. He used to lock me in closets, which looking back now and saying (laughs) it loud is kind of ironic. But um, like you couldn't show me that now and like expect me to like duke it out with my brother. Like that's that's no big deal. That's what siblings do.
0: I was when I was when I was a real youngin. we were doing a circus in the backyard and I told my brother to sit on my sit on my feet and I would spring him into the air. He's a human cannonball and he did it, landed on his arm clean snapped his, his forearm right in half Ugh. oh Jesus um, I I don't know, I think if my brother like had to relive that memory he might hurt me he might, it, might be, it might be bad times for me he blamed he blamed me for a long time that that was like the start of a lot of problems for him mm. just saying, different strokes you know,
1: okay maybe <laughs> maybe I'm wrong maybe, maybe Thundercats is right Maybe
0: maybe Thundercats is actually fine. Um, maybe Thundercats is good actually.
2: Hey hey Evan, uh, Thundercats good actually. All of it? Um, Kickaboodle? It, it it is it is pretty good. It, it's hanging in there, I still like it. There's still a lot of stuff about it that I like. So yes, Thundercats good. Hey Andy. Hey Ronnie.
0: Thundercats good. Thundercats working. Thundercats good for you.
1: It's it's still good. Like these these five were a huge, a huge downer uh, for me. But, uh, you know, in a few days when Evan's like, hey, you want to watch Thundercats for Andy Pendy? I'll go. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to watch Thundercats for Indy Pendy. And uh, my meter on if a show is working or not is how much I'm dreading watching it. And sure. I'm, I'm not super dreading it. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. All Thundercat. Good bad uh, good Thundercat? Yeah, good thunder thunder thunder
0: thunder Thundercat. good um i the something we didn't mention is that episode 15 of this run that we watched is a part one we will catch you with part two uh at the beginning of next episode i guess um i'm really hoping that like lionel goes through like a change in these trials like and it's not exactly what we've been through the whole time of like, like we said, like, Oh, I'm going to fight my brother now and get this tension out. And then nothing changes. Like, I hope that we actually grow here. And it, it is, you know, the conflict is against the bad guys. Isn't that, wouldn't that be a wild thing? If all of the conflict and, 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 and fighting was against Mumra and his, and his minions and not your brother and your brother's girlfriend. And you're like, Bald uncle.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I am still a little tired of Mum but they are wandering around a lot and they sure aren't killing him. So they should probably get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: We'll be back next time with uh, five more episodes of Thundercats. We're getting to the end. We're getting close to the to the to the finale. Chewing it right up. Yep. yep. Nom,
2: nom,
1: nom, nom.
0: Nom, nom, nom. Eat, eat up the Thundercats. Um
2: mm-hmm. eat, eat the
0: Rich, eat the Thundercats. Um You can follow us on Twitter at Pending Pod, follow us on Facebook at Pending Pod, follow us on Instagram at endingpending, send us an email, pending pod at gmail.com. Um uh, things are still real rough out in the world. Um uh, there's a lot of, of national conversation happening today when we're recording specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and put um, links in the show notes for uh, ways that you can donate to uh, the Milwaukee Bail Fund and also to the family of Jacob Blake. Um, that's just it. There's a lot of fit people that are deciding in in big media that they're taking a break from it. Uh, because focus needs to be put in the right place, and I want to make sure we are setting focus in the right place as well. So check that out. Check out the links in the show notes. Um, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Black Lives
2: Matter. Uh, the police are bad. Trans rights. Yeah. Defund. Black trans Lives Matter. D
0: de- D de- eliminate the police. Um, just their jobs, not them personally and yeah let's uh let's all just be better, and
2: let's be better, please, can we be
0: better uh, Ugh. real real good high note to end it on, um, but an important note nonetheless, remember that the spirits of the forest are rarely evil, um and just just take that to heart when you stumble into the mysterious woods.